Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It is episode 43. Josh, today is October 7th, so we're progressing into the month of October. And along with that, we're finally getting a, a nice stretch of weather, knock on wood, um, to start really rolling hard on some of these beans. It's nice to see some of those fields um, rolling off here pretty quick so that we can get moving on on corn and hopefully just keep harvest in general moving in a positive way. Yeah, we've um, got a great week of, of weather here. And, um, you know, soybean harvest progress, you know, Allie kind of, you know, a little bit to the east of the, the listing area here. Um, you know, it's hard to gauge. Soybeans are, are coming off so fast um, the first part of this week. But, you know, we might be knocking on the door of, you know, maybe a third or a better of the acres um, starting to come out and looking at the forecast, if it holds up, I think as we get through the weekend and early next week, we'll have some growers wrapped up, some close to being wrapped up and I anticipate to get back to corn. Um, But yields, uh, we mentioned last week, you know, maybe exceeding expectations a little bit. I think that trend continues as harvest goes along. Um, You know, Allie, one thing that's come up in the beans a little bit, um, you know, we talk, uh, you know, about disease, um, kind of talk about all summer long and, and, and we talk about in the off season too. Um, one of the observations this fall, you know, maybe a little different disease complex. We talk a lot about white mold in Southeast Minnesota, uh, sudden death syndrome, something we talk about a lot, but you know, maybe a little different things showing up across the area. Allie, why don't we just touch base on that a little bit? Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, maybe a little bit different and that's not to say that we're not still seeing more of those randomized pockets of white mold and SDS here and there. Um, but in general, a little bit of a different disease spectrum. And I think a lot of this has to do with, you just look at the environment that a lot of our soybean acres experience this year. So that hot weather, um, especially hot and dry in some cases. And I think that's brought in a little bit more um, either charcoal rot or anthracnose or, or maybe some of the diseases that we're starting to see make a play on some of these beans. So it is important just to keep your eye on that, especially as you maybe um, start digging into a field where yields are a little bit off. Um, just some things that you might consider um, when soybean yields are, are maybe a touch off the mark. What, what have your observations been to the east and do you agree with some of those factors maybe driving some of those differences we're seeing? Yeah, very similar observations and and really what we're looking for if you're out there combining beans and if you just see that the stems are really um, just littered with black lesions up and down the stem, um, that's kind of some of the, the, the first symptoms we're seeing. From there, it might be a little bit hard to identify the exact disease on that. Um, in some cases too, it might be just a little bit cosmetic. In some cases, it might be infected pretty good. Um, but really, you know, talking to, you know, maybe reaching out to your pioneer rep or one of us and really taking a look at that. In some cases, Ellie, we're sending a few samples in just to confirm a couple of things here. Cause sometimes even, even the trained eye can be a little bit challenging to, to, to tell exactly what's going on. Um, in some cases too, where the beans might be leaning or maybe not standing as good, we're seeing a little bit more of that symptomology. Um, in some cases too, we're seeing it and maybe really not hurting yields, still seeing good yields out there, but overall not going to be a devastating disease, but uh, just some of the observations we've seen out there. Um, on the corn side of it, Allie, um, you know, we had a lot of growers plant some early corn early. You know, you think about, you know, just trying to spread out that workload and, and definitely coming off a challenging year last year. A lot of the early corn is just about wrapped up. Moisture has been uh, pretty dry in the low 20s, good yields. However, we've had a lot of questions about that was dry, but the 9900 day is still really, really wet. And maybe just, why don't we maybe just discuss that uh, situation a little bit and maybe what led to that. Yeah, and I'll be curious to get your opinion, but my take on that is that you look at some of those 99-day plus, when they hit black layer, that was kind of right, when the majority of those hit black layer, that was kind of right as we 
entered those weeks when we were stalling a little bit. It was very hit and miss. We weren't picking up a lot of heat units. So I think they came into that stretch where they were just getting ready to rapidly um, drop moisture to that harvestable level. Um, and they just didn't have the heat to push themselves along. But now you look at, like we mentioned, soybeans coming off um, in some really nice weather here. And it does seem that as we get back to um, corn, I think those moistures are going to be sitting in a really nice place. Um, and you also look at, you know, some of this corn as folks have maybe dug into it, it's really holding on to that green color. And I think that maybe catches your eye sometimes. You feel that it's not as progressed as it should be, or maybe it's higher in moisture. But in a perfect world, we'd have a healthy plant like that at a harvestable moisture um, as we're coming through. Uh, what's maybe your take on some of those? those yeah, um, pretty much exactly what's going on. It, um, yeah, we just hit that little, that little cold blast and really damp uh, stretch room. They never got really any big rains out of all that when it was all said and done, but it just wasn't good corn drying weather. And a lot of times after October 5th, our corn drying days really start to taper off. However, this week's going to buck that trend and, and we're going to take off a, a tremendous amount of moisture off this crop. And as guys wrap up beans and get back into the, the 100 plus day maturities, I think they're going to be shocked at how much the moisture drops. I think in just, uh, you know, Monday to Sunday of this week, it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised to see five, six points or better even come off that. You think about Monday, how windy it was. We may be taking a point and a quarter off the crop in general. But, yeah, it's going to be really good if the weather holds up. Um, take advantage. Hopefully we can really uh, get beans wrapped up, and I think we'll run into corn. And, um, yeah, it could be a really nice opportunity here to, to have a harvest come out early and uh, take advantage of it. Um, got nice soil conditions. If you're getting corn out, get the tillage done too in a good way. That's something we fought with. But we're just really in a great spot, Allie, with the way things are looking um, across the board. Uh, one other thing, quick alley for rapid segment one, should I cut alfalfa late? That question came up. Our first advice is always no, we should not cut alfalfa late. However, if you need the feed, that is something we'll talk about here as we come into segment two. And uh, just clarify that here in just a couple minutes. Uh, be sure to join back in after break. <laughs> 